from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. Anticipation for today's Hall of Fame game and Grey Cup rematches building on the Tiger Cats pregame presented by Journey Rewards. Time for Speaking to the Enemy. This presented by Red Tag and courtesy of CJOB in Winnipeg. Let's welcome analyst and Hall of Famer Doug Brown. Good to see you there, Doug. I like the name of your segment. Just, I, I feel at home now. I feel well. I feel <laughs> like you finally found a place for me that uh, that is appropriate. That's fantastic. Doug, really happy that you joined us. But first things first. Now, I got to ask you this question: Did you ever have to drop back in coverage and keep an eye on our boy Andy Fantuz? You know, I had a few zone dogs back in the day, and uh, all I had to worry about were the crossers, right? The shallow crossers. And my, my drop point, I think, was about five yards from the line of scrimmage. I had to fake the rush, a couple <laughs> steps through the rush, then drop back. And I never, ever accomplished anything back there, let alone uh, <laughs> locking down your man here. So I never got a, a, a knockdown or a tackle or anything. Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Quite a just... presence, though. I can I can speak to that. He's just a humble man. And uh, Doug, I got to start by giving you some props. I mean, we were a week two in the season last time we spoke. We asked you, who are we looking for that's a little under the radar that we might not know of? And who did you say? Number 83, Dalton Schoen. And he has just come on to be just electrifying this season. Tell us a little about about his development and how he stepped in for some injuries. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We always have our, our conversations coming out of camp. Who do we got to pay attention to? As a veteran player and yourself, I, I kind of had this thing where, you know, you kind of worry about making all the introductions and meeting the guys after they decide who's on the team or not kind of thing. And uh, Dalton Schoen was just a, a name that kept coming up. And his progression, he's a tough kid. He hasn't missed a game. And uh, every after every successive contest, it seems like we asked Coach O'Shea, we're like, are you as blown away as we are by, he looks like a savvy vet out there. He looks like a fan twos out there almost. And, uh, and like, this is coming out of nowhere. And he's just like, that's just the way he carries himself. He prepares. He's got that instant vet right out of the cereal box. He's just, he's, he's got it done. He's got some great older uh, mentors around him. Obviously a guy like Greg Ellingson is, uh, is certainly helping him on, on his path and his transition. But it's been uncanny how quickly he's become a, a dominant featured receiver in this game. And Zach Claris, he's not just going to throw the ball to anybody, yeah. right? As you know, he's very, you know, he's got to trust you. And they've developed an amazing relationship. Well, working with Zach, I can say firsthand, he, he's going to make sure you know what you're doing, you're in the right spot. And uh, Zach's an ultimate professional. So I'm sure he helps with that a lot. Um, sticking with the receivers, there are a few injuries in the in the Canadian corps uh, for, for the Bombers. Nick Dempsey, of course, is, is still in uh, and starting this game. But Wolitarski out. Uh, what are some of the names there are, are, are we that you're looking to have an impact today? Yeah, I mean, Nick Dembski's been incredible stepping up, right? Um, ever since Greg Ellingson ha has missed a number of games, has been kind of sporadic in terms of his attendance. Uh, with the, Whenever he's been out there, he's been the number one guy, but uh, he's missed a number of games now. It's the second series that he's been hurt, and Nick Dembski's been incredible uh, stepping up and uh, just being a yards after the catch guy. He's so slippery. His targets are all short and medium, but he makes, uh, he turns them into 50 yarders, right? They're all explosive plays, it seems. You can flip him the ball. You can give him a little shovel pass in the run game. He, he can do it all. So uh, losing Walatarski, who is a very big possession uh, receiver with a catch radius, has been, uh, that's going to be a big loss to this football team. But there's been other guys. Greg McCray's really stepped up as a multi purpose guy out there. 
and uh, Rashid Bailey's also uh, raised his game as well in the receiving core. Hey folks, not ready for summer to end. It doesn't have to with redtag.ca. Extend your summer and make more memories under the sun with a fall or winter escape to paradise. Plan every part of your next vacation with redtag.ca's easy one-stop travel shop, all at redtag.ca. Doug, let me throw this to you on a general question. Are you continually impressed by the way Winnipeg keeps finding ways to win games when it certainly looks like opposing teams have buried the Bombers? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, last week in the Banjo Bowl, when they, you know, they, they beat uh, Saskatchewan by, what, 30, 36 points or 34 points, so what it was. I was like, whoa, well, this was different because they have been blowing people out. And it was just a different way, right? So it was their first actual blowout win of the, of the year. But it's something about this football team, the culture that Michael Shea has created, um, the next man up mentality they have. They've had record-breaking amount of surgeries on players this year, okay? That, uh, you know, you talk to the training staff, it's unbelievable the kind of uh, uh, turmoil there's been in terms of massive injuries, but they have this veteran core of guys. They have their foundation in place, and they just believe. They know if you're tied at halftime, if it's close going into the fourth, this team just knows they're going to get it done. And I think it starts with Zach Kolaris. He has an ability, no matter what has happened in the first three quarters of the game, when the urgency gets ramped up, when when things are in a, a dire state on the field, he's capable of elevating his game. I've never seen anything like it. He, he has no lingering effects of any, any series he's played, any mistakes he's made up to this critical juncture. All of a sudden, well, the Bombers really need to score here. All of a sudden you see Zach starting to do different things and just uh, uh, create in the pocket. And it's it's unbelievable how that's filtered down. Yeah, the Bombers are a team that even if they make a couple mistakes are able to rebound from that. And I think it, I think it starts on the line of scrimmage. I mean, a position you know very well, the, the, the arguably potentially a positive argument for the best offensive and defensive line in the league. Uh, but you do have one guy coming back Alexander at free safety who has made a ton of plays in the past uh, but they've missed him for a lot uh, for a number of weeks now what what's he going to bring to this team you know we used to call him the the Ed Reed of the CFL at the safety position because he can do it all. he started at every position in the secondary okay he's uh he's such a complete player he's so smart um and he's the quarterback back there right of the secondary so uh, they're going to need him now more than ever. There's no time for him to shake the rust off. I don't know if he's going to be at his at, at his top form uh, in game one here, but in my mind, he's been the best safety in the CFL for, for a number of years, and uh, he's just the most complete player. He's so smart. He knows where to be. His film work is on point, and, and as you know, he gets everybody else around him believing you got to raise your level of play. When a guy like that comes back, it's like, oh, it's Brandon Alexander. You, you better step up to the mic. I like, I like what you said about they're going to need him now because you know very well that as, as well as things are going for the Bombers, there's definitely going to be some adversity come late in the season and going into the playoffs. So, uh, it, you know, hopefully for our listeners, it starts tonight. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're speaking with the enemy, but I, I do want to ask one more question out of admiration and respect and, and just genuine interest. You were inducted in the Hall of Fame. Tonight's a Hall of Fame game back in 2016 here at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, can you share just a, a quick story about your experience that night? I was, it was really cool. 
you know the the whole thing the the I mean it's it's an experience you'll never forget for the rest of your life um, and you just try and pay homage to all the the players and the coaches and you know people in the organization that that helped you along the way it's r ridiculous to think that is an accomplishment that you know you should just have accolades for and be and be praised for there's so many people involved in your journey along the way uh, it's it's incredible so it was uh, it was nice uh, very proud moment to have your family here and everything like that. And uh, it's something you'll never forget as a football player. We have been speaking to the enemy. Presented by Red Tag and Bombers Hall of Fame analyst Doug Brown has been our guest. Thanks for joining us here, Doug. It's been a, uh, certainly a pleasure for us. Thank you for having me on, guys. Always a pleasure.